to you by the Georgia Governor's Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to buckle up, Georgia. Welcome to another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. John is here. Hannah's over there. We have uh, Commander Sandy and Jahi the Magnificent behind the glass, as always. You'll be hearing from them all season long. And uh, think for those who watch us on the YouTube channel. Which has been once. Yeah. For, for those who started watching us that way, just to see how things are, are made here on a weekly basis, things are, are a little different. Yes, that, that is true. <laughs> things are slightly different here in the studio this week. I'm off to the side, and Hannah has the, the point uh, of the arrow this week. So why did why did we decide this? I really am very a non-confrontational person. I am not difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I've made a few requests today, though. I have a request. I have a request. So with the, with the video stuff and the two shot where John's sitting, you can you know kind of see see the side and see your entire body. Well, we're pregnant with our first. We're pregnant. Not me and you, John. <laughs> oh my God. My husband and I, who's also named John, <laughs> are pregnant with our first children, plural, identical gotcha. twin girls. Yes. And I didn't want to be on the side. I didn't, you know, the, the belly is getting bigger. We're about halfway, which is going to be interesting for the football season. And so I made John sit in the other seat. Thank you, John. This is, this is, a, this is a championships uh, twins isn't it? These will be championship babies. So if you don't see me on the air, <laughs> December, what is it, 10th through the 12th? The, second, the, week, the weekend the... after the SEC championship. Was that 9, 10, uh, 8, 9, 10 or whatever? I've got it written down somewhere. I'm December sure 9th through 11th. Nine, if you don't see me, it's because I've got some championship twins. Yes. So if it was one baby, we would have made it. But it just, we got blessed with two. We're really excited. Doing Christmas. Mm-hmm. So anytime before. But that's why that's why that we look we look different. That's why we have We're swapped positions, positions here this week, and, and that's why it'll be like this until Hannah decides that she wants to change it again, and we'll, and we'll just swap it back. I just didn't back. think everybody would want to see that, you know. Well, just sit over here. Okay, yeah. So you're over there. I'm over here, and our guest this week is who? Oh, uh, we have an awesome guest this week. Uh, Jason Strickland, Ware County head coach. Before we get to that, though, yes. Speaking of Southern Swing, yes, you have been. On the road, tell yep. folks what you've been doing, who you've been Central talking to. Central Swing. It was Central mm-hmm. Swing, and they basically, it's like, okay. Our sports director, Kevin Gerke, was like, all right, you've got 36 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to do? And it's like, okay, so what I'll do is I'll go down to the central part of the state. Let's see if I can name who it was. Uh, Mary Persons, Crawford County, Peach County, New High School. I think it was uh, nine figures to the left of the decimal place to create, to build this. Built it during wow. the COVID break, and so there was uh, no trans, no difficulty in the transition of getting folks to the new high school. Beautiful new facility on Peach Parkway. Caught up with uh, Coach Chad Campbell. Uh, let's see. Then uh, day two was Perry, Houston County, Veterans, Bleckley, Warner Robins, Northside. Did I forget anybody? Because Kevin Smith wanted to go at ten o'clock, and I said, "Okay, so you go. We'll go at 10. Left the hotel, went to Perry, Perry, Cochran. Veterans, Houston County, yeah, and then the blue school, and the red school, and then the blue school. So, yeah, that was that, and then brought, brought a bunch of helmets for the set. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, brought seven helmets back, and thanks to all the schools who helped us out with the construction there, and I think they're hiding in sports director Kevin Gerke's office right now. Awesome. We'll have to put those 
out on display on Countdown to Kickoff this Thursday at noon. Where can folks uh, see that? Thursday Live, Facebook Facebook Live, noon. Yes. See you there. There you go. Quick plug. There you go. Uh, who'd you talk to? Who were some of your favorite interviews? What are the coaches all the saying? Co- all the coaches are great to catch up with yeah. for one reason or another. And uh, one of our favorite coaches, Brad Harbour. Oh, who is love Coach Harbour. And, uh, he is now uh, one of the uh, the assistant coaches at uh, Bleckley County in Cochrane. Did he have a message for me? Did he say, t- say tell Hannah hi, anything? Here, here, here's what happened with Brad Harbour, oh, just, to, just to give you an idea. Uh, I go in and I have my interview with Von Lasseter in the mm-hmm. coach's office. And so, you know, we're, we're talking and everything. Doors are closed. Shades are drawn. You hear this. Ouch. Coach Lasseter! Now you've blown everyone else's ears out. Guess who that was? That was that was that was Coach Harbor. Oh. And so he he's he's trying. So he's knocking on the door in the middle of the interview. So when you listen, you'll hear you'll hear a knocking on the door, and you'll hear that, and you'll hear Coach Lasseter. That was Brad. Nice. He forgot his he forgot his phone. Had to go home, get his phone, and come back to campus. I had a soda for him to so give Coach to him. Harbor. So Coach Harbor. And so I ended up le- leaving it on his desk, and I said, so you forget your phone when I come to campus. Here, enjoy this. And so he texted me after that. So that was fun. Uh, caught up with uh, Coach Westbrook, Coach Allagood. Mm-hmm. Uh, caught up with Coach Crawford at Houston County. Caught up with Milan Turner, who is one of the, wow. the, the mates the with uh, Warner Robbins and Coach Westbrook. So a lot of the 1-5A guys, we caught up with them. And it was good to catch up with everybody in uh, in the Houston County area and over in Cochrane. So it was good stuff. Okay, so that was Central Swing. Central. You head on the road for Southern Weather Swing. Weather permitting next week. Oh, okay. Weather you were per- supposed to be on the road today. So yeah, we're but, happy to have you but here. But Tropical Storm Fred kind of got in the okay. way. So you're leaving Monday? In theory, yes. Weather permitting. And so that's where we will catch up with folks in the region of Doom and Single A, the region of Doom and 7A. Uh, a lot of the Wiregrass, 1-5A, folks going up the coast, catch up with some folks that way, come back this way, catch up with uh, Sandersville in Washington County, who's mm-hmm. put in a request. What's the request? To come say hi. Yes. And they have a great recruiting story that we can catch up with them with as well. Great. So and uh, Dublin and all the points in between. So in theory, weather permitting, Southern Swing next week. Okay, so you'll be on the road next Monday for the podcast. Yes, I'll probably be doing it from okay. a laptop in a van. All right. <laughs> I guess I'll hold down the fort. Yes, here at the head of the table. You, you can choose your seat next week and not and not sit there and worry about it. Great. Yeah, you'll be right there on point, and I'll be on uh, Opal Software on a laptop in a van next week when we're doing the show. All right. Well, let's get to our interview. We talked to Coach Jason Strickland out of Ware County. He had a lot of really great things to say. So, Coach, my first question for you is what was it like to have as normal a spring and summer to get ready for 2021 as possible? A lot of fun, John. I mean, it's probably the, the biggest thing, just a, a breath of fresh air, uh, be maybe maybe the way I, de- I describe it. Uh, just a, a, a lot, a lot of fun. And you kind of add to it, you know, our baseball team made a, made a deep run play in the semifinals, so you know, we kind of mirrored that up with spring football right there, and I mean, it was just it just a, a great ending to to our school year with uh, you know just a lot of things that were going on, and and then uh, we had a lot of you know a lot of uh, energy kind of spilling over into the summer because of it. Definitely a breath of fresh air from what South Georgia went through last year: school closures, COVID. What did you learn about yourself as a coach going through last fall? Well, I mean, the biggest thing is you, you know, understanding that if if you're not able to adapt and adjust to change and change being every five minutes, really, then this world's just not going to be very long for you. I mean, it's just it is what it is. And you know, we have preached to our kids 
for years and years and years about them being able to adjust, adjust and adapt and, 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 and those sorts of things. But you know, a lot of times we, we found ourselves, you know, as adults, we don't like that. You know, we, people live in the same house for 30 years and they drive the same way to work their whole career. And, you know, this is what I'm doing on Saturday morning. This is what I'm doing on Sunday afternoon. And then all of a sudden things change and, and, you know, we don't like that. But what it showed and proved to us is that we have to live by the words that we speak which is we have to be willing to adjust and adapt to change. And, and uh, I think it, it righted the ship for us on our coaching staff to make sure that, that uh, we're, we're doing the same. We're, we're actually walking the walk. And you know, when, in talking to coaches all around the state, one of the things that I, I've learned in my conversations is that coaches have kind of had to adapt and change to all of this, and it's almost to the point to where now – you're, you're talking to your student athletes, and if there's something, if they're not feeling right, if they're, if they're not feeling well, let me know from home that you're not feeling well. Don't, don't come here to campus and let me know because of the consequences that are there. It's, you have to be somewhat prescient in all of this stuff. Tell me the stuff ahead of time so we can all be okay. Well, and, and that's a huge change, John, because it wasn't long ago, if you were bleeding out of your eyeballs, I mean, we were saying, get your butt to practice. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to go, but you need to be here with your group, and you need to be in a position meeting, and you need to be paying attention to what's going on on the grass and you know, all that sort of thing. But you're, you're right now. It's, it's, it's back to a, a situation of, look, if you've got the sniffles or, or an upset stomach or you know, your head don't feel right, let us know, but you don't need to come to school today. Yeah. And, and you know, stay home, and, and you know, let's, let's see you know, what this thing may be. And, and certainly don't don't create a problem that we can't overcome. And that's, that is just, I think for a lot of coaches, that's probably as difficult a thing for them to overcome as, as anything, just because we have always harped and preached. I don't care if a bone is sticking out of your leg, we need you to be at practice. <laughs> yeah. so you can keep learning. Sounds about right. Last question on COVID and we're moving along. What are the policies in South Georgia, especially your school? What are you guys doing? Any regulations or are things wide open? What's it looking like? Well, I mean, right now, from a school setting, we're closed. Um, and we're athletics and everything is, is still up. But our, our deal has been kind of our, our school personnel has gotten hit pretty good. Yeah. So that it, it's not a, you know, obviously we've had some students and things of that sort. But it's what me and our athletic trainer were talking about this morning. If you ride by and see a, a, a restaurant that has closed, it's not because they want to close. It's because the personnel in there is not available to be able to make the restaurant run. That's why they're closing, and they're going to open up as soon as they get the personnel back. Well, that's kind of what's happened with us. We've just had some, some teachers and nurses and, and things in our system that have been out, whether it's quarantine or, or, or positive test. And, um, you know, so it's yeah, – it just kind of put our administrators in a, just a tough, tough situation. And, you know, everybody's trying to find the pandemic handbook to see exactly – what decisions you need to make. And, you mean you don't have one of those? Not, not that I know <laughs> of. So I can't imagine being an administrator in, in, in this situation, having to make some of the decisions that they're making. But you know, the, here's the thing I'll say, and this is solely where we are in Waycross, Georgia, Ware County. I, our leadership is trying their best on the information that they have to make the absolute best decisions for our school system, our teachers, our kids, and our community. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's really all they can go by. And uh, I, I appreciate 
them for what they're trying to do and how open they are with our with our school system about the decisions that they're trying to make and and uh we're going to fully support them if they tell us you know whatever they got to whatever we got to do if they're going to let us play we're going to support everything that they that they put out there Obviously, uh, a, a good season by Ware County standards in 2020. Obviously, expectations are very high in 2021. When you look at this 2021 season, I know a lot of folks are gravitating so, toward uh, someone who, last time I checked, is a pretty good quarterback, and Thomas Castellano. <laughs> yeah, might have heard he's, of he's him. He's all right. You might have you might have heard of him. Here, here's my first question involving 2021. Do you remember? The first day you saw Thomas at quarterback there on campus, and what do you remember about that day? Uh, just a big infectious smile. Uh, you know, he immediately came over and, and you know dapped me up, and you know wanted to introduce himself as if I didn't know who he was. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of one of those things. Immediately, you tell the coaching staff, the new guys, hey, they, this is a guy we need to know here now. Let's let's get to know this one really well. But uh, just that, that smile, you know, and uh, it's it's kind of funny, John, that you know the the AJC came down a couple of weeks ago with the with the Super Eleven right. stuff and doing his photo shoot, and they're trying to get him to make all these mean faces and you know just you know, grit his teeth. Not well, happening. He, is he, it? he doesn't have it. He just <laughs> that, that, he just does not have that either. That's all right. He is always smiling. He's got this big old you know beautiful hair that. Heck, I wish I had. Uh, and, and you and me both, and, brother. Uh, every girl in our school just absolutely loves all that hair he's got, and <laughs> and, uh, and and he's just got this big old beautiful smile. That when he walks into a room, he takes it over, and, and that's exactly what I did the first time I met him. Well, on the field is a four-year starter. He's passed for 5,097 yards, rushed for 2,713 yards in his career, passed for 23 touchdowns, ran for 24 in the 10-2 and two season last year, led you guys to the quarterfinals, uh, committed to Central Florida. So with that resume being said, I guess, what are your expectations for him this season? And and what have you, how have you seen him grow into a leadership position? Well, that's probably the biggest thing, Hannah. Is that, you know, I think in the, the last couple of years, he's, he's just kind of played. You know, we've had some good leadership on our team and Michael Mincy and and some of those guys, you know, Jeremy Butler's of the world and Jalen Melvin's and guys that graduated last year, Tyler Nipper, he was a leader from the quarterback position with an, with because of energy. I mean, he, he is a very, very energetic guy, and that's kind of how he – now this year it's been more from an accountability standpoint, and he's been willing to take control of that and, and own it. And I think, uh, you know, getting as close as we did last year, we lost by three points to Coltersville. We lost by three points to, to Warner Robins. He knows that we were close and, and uh, you know, a couple plays here or there, and, and maybe we're playing that last weekend. And the other thing is he knows that this is his last shot uh, to, to try to do something really, really special that hadn't been done at Ware County High School. Um, the thing that I, I try to temper everybody with is we got to be more than good. And everybody's heard me say that a thousand times. He is going to play exceptional. My challenge to him is don't get bored, because uh, I, th- I think a lot of things do come easy to him, and and just don't don't get bored with kind of the, the everyday process of of trying to get better and get the get, get your teammates better. But the other side of that too is I try to remind our our community. I think when he runs out there, they see a 24 year old young man that has played forever and yeah. can do all kind of magic on a football field. 
because he has started every snap as a quarterback since he's been in high school. But, you know, you try to remind him, you know, no, this is still a teenager here. And, and there's going to be moments out here where he does things that just blow your mind of how he could get out of trouble and then throw a touchdown pass or sprint for 60 yards for a touchdown. And there's going to be other times he, he looks like a teenager. And, uh, but I, I know this, when we line up and we play whoever we're going to play, as long as he's kind of standing back behind the center, we feel pretty good that we got a shot. What else does he need to work on other than perhaps you, know, you mentioned him staying engaged and not getting bored with his senior season or what's going on around him? What else do you think he needs to work on to get ready for uh, the next level? Well, I just think mechanically he, he still has a lot of things that he can get better at. He's, and he's a football junkie, John. I mean, it's just I tell people all the time, you know, he, he's a guy I got to remind a lot of times we get on the bus after a game. He's immediately trying to pull up film of next week's opponent. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it's almost like a coaching mentality that, you know, we the, the losses hurt much more than the wins feel good. Right. And that's, you know, I'm trying to guard him from that because winning is so hard. And especially with the folks that are on our schedule, I mean, you need to take a few minutes as a teenager and realize, man, we just put in a lot of work and we just want a big game and, and enjoy it. So I'm trying to make sure he doesn't lose focus of that. But but his mechanics, he can still get a lot better. He, he'll, he'll have 20 plays in a row where mechanically he is as beautiful as anything you're going to see. And then he'll have – you know, four or five plays in a row where it kind of there's a breakdown here or there, and, and he knows that, and that's stuff that he's working hard at, at, uh, at getting better and more consistent at. But probably the biggest thing for him is he, you know, everybody on the field is not as good as him and that, that, that he plays with. I mean, he's got some really talented players, but he's just a rare breed and making sure that he understands, man, you cannot get bored. I know you know this stuff, but this guy over here does not. So we've got to take a little time right here and make sure he's getting it. And, and you can't lose focus here with that. Well, I'm sure you'll be hearing from me throughout the season, trying to track him down on a Zoom interview for our <laughs> recruiting 2021 show. So I'm just going to th- go ahead and throw that out there. Don't be surprised. No, that, that won't be a problem. Uh, let's talk about some of those guys around him. Who are some of the other standouts on your team, and, and what are your expectations? Well, the best kept secret, I think, in, in the state of Georgia is a kid named Cartavius Norton. It's a running back uh, that uh, plays plays with him, and the two of them. He's he, unfortunately he's a senior as well. But Cartavius broke his collarbone the first uh, first game of the season last year and missed you know ninety percent of the season. Came came back late, 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 late. He's got an offer from Iowa State, offer from South Florida, and he's, you know, he's got some other ones that, that are coming in. But um, was down at South Florida on their brand new turf in the indoor, which if you've ever run on something like that, it's like running in a sponge. Mm-hmm. And, and Cartavius was was uh, electronically timed at a four five two down there, so he's a kid that's five eleven, two hundred fifteen pounds, catches the ball really well. Uh, you know the thing that I tell Cartavius all the time is, man, you know the thing that I appreciate the most about you is how consistent you are. You are the same guy every single day, and uh, just a you know just a pleasure, pleasure to to uh, coach and he's going to have a breakout year. I mean, he, this is going to be kind of one of those banner years for him on the defense side of the football. You know, this is Michael Mincy's younger brothers, a kid named Trey Hargrove. How many Mincy's do they have playing for you? Well, at Bear not, a, not enough. We need some more. I can tell you. I hear that <laughs> so last name every from, year. If you come from that gene, you're, you're a heck of a player in this, this part of the state. I can tell you, but Trey is, is um, he fits 
today's game very well. He's long, he's athletic, he can run, he's you know highly, highly intelligent. He'll be one of those 4.0 guys, and, and uh, he's going to be just a junior, thank goodness. So he's got a bright, bright future ahead of him. But Malik Mitchell and Demetrius Baldwin are two defensive linemen that uh, are, are you know, playing exceptionally well for us. And, and we're expecting humongous things for those guys and the big, strong, athletic kids, both, you know, high, high GPA type guys. And so, so we're, you know, they're, they're going to have to, those three guys are going to have to anchor that defense and kind of going back to the offense side of the football. Uh, we got two seniors that have kind of played forever with, with Tartavius and Thomas as well and Dakari Coachman and James Daniels. Uh, those guys are going to have to have big electric years out on the perimeter for us to be the type of offense that we want to be. And, and uh, so far, they've shown us all the signs that we need to from those guys. So then let me go to the next level. On our Recruiting 2021 show, we've got a segment that we petitioned to the entire state of Georgia called Make That Kid an Offer. And it's for the underappreciated, the underrated, the overlooked, the understarred, if you believe in the star system of one through five when it comes to recruits. Is there someone on that level that plays for you that you would like to sit there and wave your hand in the air and sit there and go make this kid an offer. Well, Malik Mitchell will be that guy. Uh, I mean, he's he, he he will be that guy. He's not a highly recruited guy right now, but he's going to be one of those guys that is going to be a steal for somebody uh, to to get on campus. And he's like I said, he's he's going to be a high high GPA guy, three five three six GPA. Um, you know, he's a he's a six foot. Uh, 280 pound kid. You know, we were talking in our staff meeting this morning as as we kind of go through defensive linemen. And I, w- one of the things I love to hear coaches say is say, "Hey, coach, you realize he played running back in middle school?" Because that lets me know that kid's pretty doggone athletic. Yeah, so that's kind of how Malik was. <laughs> Malik played played running back up until his sophomore year at Ware County, and uh, and then we put his hand on the ground and, and, and as, a, as a defensive lineman. So he's just crazy, crazy athletic, crazy, crazy smart. He's a 325-pound power cleaner. That's the kid that somebody better make an offer to because he is going to be electric at the next level. I'm writing this kid's name down. She's typing as you're talking. And we're going to keep <laughs> our eye out for all, for all yep. these kids. All right, let's take a look at your schedule. First game on the road versus Cook. Uh, what do you like about your schedule? What What do you not like? What do you got looking forward to? Uh, I don't like a lot of the names on the schedule, <laughs> but uh, what I do like is it's going to you know be an opportunity for us to really get tested before we get into region play. Um, Cook don't know a lot about them this year. Uh, had a very short scrimmage Friday night, but I know the history there is that they're long and athletic, very physical. They were last year when we played them. <clears throat> they were tremendous in the defensive box, and the little bit of film we've got on now it appears that same way. And then, you know, you start talking about the following week, you know, our home openers against Bartram Trail out of Florida's you know, a, a third or fourth ranked team in 8A down there. And, uh, Everything that we're hearing from those guys, they are absolutely loaded defensively and, and getting ready to make another big run in 8A. So we'll have our hands full. And then you start talking about, you know, the physicality of the schedule. Thompson and Baldwin are both going to be very, very physical. Benedictine and Bainbridge on the road, back-to-back weeks. Go to Bainbridge, go to Benedictine. Yeah, back, back-to-back weeks. So that'll be kind of like a playoff mindset of, of making these low, long road trips. Both of those cats were in the semifinals last year. Um, 
you know, I know what uh, Danny has has done for a long time over over at Benedictine and holding uh, holding their, their quarterback uh, is is you know poised for another gigantic year. And then you know Bainbridge is just so doggone physical and fast and you know just kind of they, I mean, they 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 bruise your soul when they when you play them. We <laughs> we came out of that thing with a win last year, but I mean I think. I think everybody, our, our, our water boys and our coaching staff, everybody was in an ice tub after we got done playing that game. And and then, you know, all of a sudden you take a little break and here comes Coffee and Warner Robins back-to-back to introduce you into the region play. What's it like being in a region that is a sprint? Because you mentioned your non-region schedule, that season one that we all talk about, which you hope gets you ready for season two after your soul has been bruised by Benedictine <laughs> and Bainbridge, and then you're in a region of only five teams, one of you, who really could make a run in the playoffs if they were allowed in, is going to be at home because you're looking Coffee, Warner Robins, Veterans, Wayne, and you. What's it like being in a mini region where every game is amplified? Well, that's the thing. It's coming. The, the reality being, it's always in the back of your mind, if we lose a game, it could mean we don't make the playoffs and just kind of the way this thing is set up. And John, we look at it last year. Veterans didn't make the playoffs. They played Jones County in the regular season and mercy ruled Jones County who won their region. Mm-hmm. You know, Wayne made the playoffs as our four seed because they kicked a field goal right at the end of the game to beat veterans. And they go up and play Jones in the first round and fumble going into the end zone on the last play of the game to beat Jones. So, I mean, it's just one of those things of like, I mean, good grief guys. Can, can you just put us, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> add one more juggernaut to this thing and, and see if we can please you know, make this turn us into a run. super region where we really are in trouble. I mean, the, the thing that, that I talk about, about this region, it, it is fun. It really is, and it, and the the coaching staffs get along so well. And I think we we learn from each other. I mean, I, like you know, Coach Westbrook had been so close with that Warner Robins team over the last couple of years, and and just finding a way to not get complacent or not get frustrated by losing some heartbreakers in the state championship and then breaking through last year. Yeah, uh, you know, and the the, the thing that you know, probably to me is the most profound with this region is the coaching staffs. I mean, the, 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 the history of these programs and the coaching staffs they put together, I mean, you're not going to go trick Robbie Pruitt. No. I mean, it's just not going to do it. So don't, I mean, don't, don't even try. I mean, you, you've got to, you're not going to trick Milan Turner. I mean, it's just not going to take place. So you got to find a way to out execute the, the guys that they're going to put on the field somehow, and that means by having a great week of practice and putting together multiple, multiple weeks of great practice. And the, the, the reality being, and you got to look yourself in the mirror because if you're not having those, those great practices, the reality is it's not that they'll just beat you. These crowds will embarrass you if you don't show up to play. And uh, it, it makes you coach and play at the highest level to be able to stay on the field with them. With all of that being said, I feel like it's appropriate to steal one of John's favorite questions. Oh, here we go. What, what does football mean to Ware County? 
Well, you know, I, I'll go back to, you know, I, I, I did a, an interview with Chris Parker, uh, the athletic director at, at Pickens, uh, earlier in the summer. And Hannah, probably the best way, the best thing I could describe with it is, is, you know, the, the Braves played in the NLCS last year. And I'm not certain that anybody in Ware County knew that. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they did. But everybody in Ware County knows who our third or fourth string quarterback is. They, they know all of that. Um, it, it, it does not fail. When I stop at the gas station, somebody comes up to ask me a question about football. And it's, it's not a, hey, who is so-and-so and so-and-so. They're going to ask me, hey, Coach, how is Jabario Barkley doing at practice? Coach, how is Jarvis Hayes doing at practice? But they know all 153 guys on our roster. They know them. And they can tell me, you know, yeah, his his uncle played wide receiver and was an all-state guy back in, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so. But they, they know those guys. It's a passionate, passionate deal. And I know with everything that's going on, in our world and, and with our state and the surge and, and all those types of things. I, I, I get it. All things that, that I don't know who's got control of anything. But here's what I know. For our community, if somebody were to say, you know, we're not going to play football this year. Well, my advice would be don't <laughs> say it in this town. You better send a message about that because they love the Ware County Gators here. Uh, as, as passionate as, as anywhere that I've ever been. And I mean, watching that brigade show and, and lead us over to Memorial Stadium where Babe Ruth hit a home run, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it is as special of an event as, as I've ever been a part of. And, and uh, you know, they, they don't get tired of it. And it's a, it's a year-long thing here. And if you're going to coach here, it's something that you better understand because it is, it is going to be a year-round situation that everybody's going to be interested in high school football and your journey in 2021 starts in Adel against cook jason strickland the head coach of the ware county gators as always my friends great to catch up and get the the lowdown before you kick off here in 2021 i will be seeing you soon we'll be keeping an eye we'll catch up with you my friend thank you john hannah both for what you guys do that's uh it doesn't go unnoticed not it, it's a rare situation that i get in a conversation with a high school coach that somehow what you guys do doesn't come up and we can't say thank you enough. Thank you, my friend. So yeah, I'm going to uh Waycross next week, weather permitting and, and wait, uh, commander Sandy, you had a thought. What was this? Yeah, I had a thought. We need a John cutout for next week or a John stuffed doll, something like a, a John. A, you want it. a John fat head? Well, yeah. I was about to say the big fat heads, <laughs> the big fat. So Jahi, the magnificent has it. He's got it down that we need the John fat head. For the times when I'm not here, so we need the hand, and we need the Hannah version too. If they're, you know, if she can't make it one week, so, so we can still have the full video experience. Yes, yes, and I can still talk to you. Yes, amazing. I love that it. is true, and you can basically ask the the whatever sitting here in the chair, the John Fathead, whatever you want, and you'll get the response you want because every it's single a, time, so one week. Yes, Hannah, you're right. From the John Fathead, I love this idea. I bet you do. All right, what else is on your mind as we get ready for week zero, which Tommy Palmer and I used to always sit there and say, but isn't this week one? Tommy. One minus one is zero, so this should be week one. But no, it's week zero. But it's like, I do too. It's very confusing. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, is zero, only, only in Georgia high school football, is zero equal to one? It's new math. New math, very new math. And people understand it too. Oh, week zero, yeah. Yeah. 
It's the week before it, the way things used to be. Well, week zero, Corky Kill Classic. I've heard of that. Starts this week. Top teams will be playing each other. Could be some shakeups in the GPP top 10 polls. Yes, that is true. Let's talk about that, John. Um, our polls came out last week. Mm-hmm. Each member of the broadcast team, as well as our other contributing members to blogs mm-hmm. and such, vote. Uh, we're going to be putting that at the bottom of the the rankings going forward on who votes. But what were your thoughts on the rankings? I mean, I... I... You know, I look at the rankings and I know that this is a collective vote. And so we all have our own, you know, versions as to why we think one is, is over the other. I thought that some teams should have been higher ranked than others. And, I, and obviously that means that if some folks are higher, some folks have to go lower. I thought that uh, for the most part, the top tens in name were what they should have been. I disagreed with the order, but that's what polls are for. And that's yeah. why we have it up at, at gpb.org. You guys can sit here and say, okay, well, I think this, I think this, I think this team is higher, I think this team deserves to be here. That's what it's all about, and we'll uh, discuss that on Countdown to Kickoff as well on uh, Thursday at noon. Oh, people tell us what they think about those (laughs) polls, John. Don't you worry. We here on GBB Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, wherever we play, they get get to argue in the comment section. Mm -hmm. That's what it's for. I'm just here for the comments uh-huh. on that. You're, you're here to sit here and say, so, John, what do you think about that? <laughs> who did you vote for? John, who did you vote for? Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, we'll have that as a part of the discussion on uh, when the poll comes out and on Thursday. Yep, count on to kickoff. So uh, we've moved the date and the time again. This Thursday, GPB Sports, Facebook Live, 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. What's, John and I. What's for lunch? We'll be talking about what's for lunch. We'll have all of our regulars on there. And it means the season is here. Officially, so. it does. Yep. All right. Let's see what, what we got. Podcast is back to being weekly instead of monthly. Thank yes. you to all of those who tuned in mm-hmm. last week. We got word that the podcast numbers skyrocketed. And, you know, it's probably because of John. I mean, it's probably what? your shiny forehead. Yes, people, it was. That is exactly why. That is exactly <laughs> why. It's because of the shiny forehead. It's why the numbers went up. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it, that's exactly why. Re- Recruiting 2021 is back. Mm-hmm. We will tape that this Thursday. The first few will be digital, mm-hmm. and then September 10th will be the first TV version of Recruiting 2021, as well as our first game. We're still deciding. Yes, we are mulling about. Have not chosen a game and yet. And we know we'll let you know on all of our social media platforms. If you don't, if you haven't liked, friended, or been a part of the conversation, like us and be a part of that conversation on all of our platforms, so that way... We know what you're thinking, and you can share your info and your love for high school football with everybody else that's a part of it, too. All right, last thing to check off. Uh, my Zoom interviews will start this week to air on Recruiting 2020. What are you writing about for your blog? I think what I'm writing about is replacing the legend because mm-hmm. there have been some here in around the state of Georgia where you've had a lot of big names retire. What's it like to be the new guy? So we'll catch up with the, the like new that. the new new guys in places where there have been some longtime coaches and some legendary coaches retire. So what's it like taking over in those spots? Nice. I look forward to reading that, John. And when I write it, I'll be sure to let you know when it's done. <laughs> if it's for for sure what you're writing about, it's TBD. Yes, but that's uh, that was the original plan when awesome. I was when I was trying to think about it on the drive over here before we were taping this. It's like, what am I writing about this week? Oh, yeah, how about that? All right. Well, we got through my checklist, so I feel good. Okay. So, and and uh, my checklist, as you can, as you always well know, it's so it's so in depth. People can now see what I'm talking about with the cameras. <laughs> I come in here with a computer and like two pages of notes, which I never even get to, mm-hmm. and you have nothing. You got a sticky note and a pen, well, which isn't even it, yours. Well, I was gonna say neither of them are mine. Well, so you that's, got nothing. Then. Yeah, I got nothing. So I think that's a it's a, a good way to wrap up the show. That's a great way. I'm ready.
Jason Strickland, the head coach of the Ware County Gators. Great to catch up with him. Great to catch up with you. Thanks for accessing the uh, Football Fridays in Georgia podcast, however you are doing so, whether it's a large device or small on your favorite podcatcher, gpb.org, every single place, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, like us at GPB Sports. What are you on Twitter? At Hannah Gooden. At Hannah C. Gooden. I'm at OSG Nelson. At GPB Sports. At everywhere. All of your interviews will be there from Central and Southern Swing. Right. So all the interviews will be there. Thanks again to uh, Jahi the Magnificent and Commander Sandy back behind the glass. I like Sandy Sandy better. Okay, well then she's Sandy. Well, joking. she's still Sandy Sandy. I mean, joking. that hasn't changed. Commander Sandy is way better. Okay, so Commander Sandy and Jahi the Magnificent, you'll be hearing them all season long on the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast as well. For Hannah, I'm John. Play it safe, everybody. It's week zero. Enjoy your games. to you by the Georgia Governor's Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to buckle up, Georgia.